uh, and we're gonna let everybody listen in uh, to how much fun we had in yeah, the interview. Just because they were they're on the road, and so it's everything of, has to be scheduled. Because they are traveling, <laughs> they are going everywhere. Uh, but you know, do you think you could do the tour life thing, like live on the bus and all that stuff? I mean, yeah, I guess I could on a tour because it's not life. You know, it's not forever. It's just a tour. You know, a few months, three, four months. Some people go on tour longer than that, but um, yeah, it's not that long. So I could do it. You know, it'd be fun for that long. I guess longer than that. No, I couldn't do it a lifetime. But some people make it a lifetime. So some people are, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, you know, Guns and Roses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, about the Grateful Dead, all they do is travel. The Grateful Dead, all they do is travel. And, like, it's amazing what they do. Yeah, those bands knew I couldn't do that. I couldn't make it a lifestyle. But, you know, just the ones that just go on tour every once in a while, yeah, I could probably do that. But, no, but I would have to be somebody, you know, in the background. Because I don't think anybody would want to hear me sing on stage. Right. Like, I could, you know, go for support. Yay, rock. It's very, very true. Very, very true. Uh, and, and, I, I could go and speak. I could, you know, go and spread my wings. I could speak my mind. Yeah, you can do that all day. No one even has to ask you to do that. You're gonna, do that, that. You, you're gonna do that anyway. All right, so when we get back, we're gonna make sure that we have uh, uh we're gonna play some songs for you guys on the current FM side, and then um, but, but actually, I do want to say this about everything we're talking about. About I, I want to say too, starting next Monday, real quick, we are gonna be giving away pretty much the whole month of February. We're gonna be giving away winter jam tickets here at Current FM. Um, just the regular passes to get you in the door. But that way you already have them. You don't have to worry about it. And it'll save you a little bit of money. And you can just go right in. You already got your passes. Yeah, yeah. So I want to make sure you guys understand. And we have some other cool gifts coming up for you, too, uh, uh -huh. this year. So uh, well, what I wanted to do was put together a Coming Soon Jesus package with the tickets. A couple of yeah. some grand prizes where you get some hoodies and a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. With it. So it's going to be a fun time in the month of February. It's going to be a giving month. So we're going to do Well, we do want to thank everybody that supports Current FM, everyone, all of our partners and sponsors, and everyone that donates and helps us out. Because what we do is so important for the faith based community, uh, making sure that Christian music is played all over the airwaves, making sure that we're, our artists are being supported and heard. Uh, so please make sure that if you haven't, that you, uh, you know, promote or at least tell people about Current FM uh, and then and everything that we have going on. All right, so we're going to play some music. Here's uh, okay, here's I'm Free, Newsboys for you. Newsboys. The drummer for Newsboys. Sheesh. You know? I mean... The guy, the guy goes in. You know, you, it's always fun to watch somebody who actually you know, feels it. Um, That's how I feel about Skillet. <laughs> but man, he goes in uh, in, in a very powerful way. Uh, that and they they turn him upside down and he's jamming. They turn him upside down. And, you know, it's like, oof. 
I wish I could play the drums, man. I think that's just such a cool instrument. Um, um, everybody's hitting me at once. What's up? Faith said she forgot to bring the birth certificates for their test. Faith and Ezekiel are taking their driving test today. Uh, I was like, how responsible of you. So do I have to go back and get it? They want to go take their driving test, but they can't. They didn't remember the birth certificates. There's no way I can go back and get it. There's no way. There's no way I can go back and get it. Oh, you're too tired. <laughs> There's no way. I drive, all that I didn't drive back here. Oh, man. Let me go. I'm going to talk to her. <laughs> you see what she wants me to do. She said it's horrible having my memory. I swear she's like Dory. <laughs> Dory, can you, you give them me? updates on everything on the stream yard? Huh? You give them updates on everything? Yeah, like about what? Winter Jam, how to get in contact with us, and all that stuff. I'm to give you updates. Well, oh, we have a new website coming up. Um, I'm working on it. I'm going through and looking at stuff and seeing how I want to update things and change it, but it's there. Um, we're just fine tuning it. I'm so excited. It's got a brand new store. The Coming Soon Jesus website was great when it was first created, but it's outdated. And so we have a brand new one coming up and um, we're going to be able to update sales every day and put in new merchandise and pretty much everything we got going on. So I'm so excited about it and also update just different things that we have going on. I, we can go in daily and update things, um, everything we're doing in the community, all of our partners. So it's really exciting. Um, the new website, it's so much easier to use and update and um, create on. So we're excited about that. Hopefully that's going to launch really, really soon. We just, like I said, fine tuning it. So stay tuned for that. Um, hopefully that's going to help us also get the shirts out to unite the body of Christ and lead the lost to Jesus even further. Um, the shirts, of course, are already on different continents, but we want to get them everywhere. So there's that. Also, um, there's a lot of concerts coming up soon, all throughout the springtime. A lot of them can be found on currentfm.com. You can just click on it and order your tickets through there. Um, I know there's at least one of them that you get a discount just by going through currentfm.com. So it's a great tool to use, Current FM. You can listen live right on there, so many different things. So definitely check that out. Also like the Facebook page because we do a lot of giveaways just on Current FM. Um, if you're listening on Save Your Connect, make sure you like Current FM Positive Hit Radio Facebook page also because um, sometimes we will do a giveaway um, also on the Coming Soon Jesus t-shirts page. I don't know how you guys are watching, but make sure you like all of it because sometimes we'll do giveaways on one page and not another. So you got to like the SaviorConnect.com, Coming Soon Jesus t-shirts, 
and current FM positive hit radio. Um, they're all three partnered together. We are all partners and um, just like all three of them because um, they're all special and unique in each way. And we all work together um, to help out people. And we um, sometimes will have a giveaway on one that's not on the other and vice versa. So make sure you like all three pages because some of you may be watching on one and not the other. Who tired here? Okay. I think that's why you get tired. I was telling them because when you go in through this way, it could go on to Savior Connect, Coming Through Jesus, Current FM, like all of it, right? So I told them they have to like the Current FM, Coming Through Jesus, and Savior Connect Facebook pages because there might be a giveaway on one or they're all unique and special. And the launch of our Facebook page, it's going to be coming soon. We're just fine tuning it. Now we have control of it. You mean the website? Yeah, the website, not Facebook page. It's a website, a whole new website with a whole new store, everything. Are you bringing some water up? Yes. Yeah. What's up? Huh? I forgot the work. She's still talking about that. She's you said that. I have the memory of the old fish. Dory. That's how I'm start calling you. She answered too. She looked at me. Dory. I said Dory and she turned around and looked. It's like I can remember some things, but like, like, like learning, like, like biblical stuff or like school stuff, but simple tasks like go give me a bowl. Nope, I'll forget it. Like, you need one, more puzzles. Yeah, that one time that you asked to give me get a bowl, and then I went over and I totally forgot. And then, like, one time you've done that several times. Uh, yeah. Every time I ask her to do something, I'm like, as soon as I ask her, she walks away. I'm like, I'm gonna have to do it. She's not gonna remember. I put the box in your every time in your pocket. Exactly. It must be a car. I know that you don't do it on purpose at all. Remember that time you went into the mall? Like I was sitting outside. <laughs> uh huh. And you went in the mall to get something and never came back out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I was supposed to give you, get you a, like uh, something, some stuff off the kiosk, and then I didn't come back and you had to text me. I know. I'm just sitting outside the mall waiting and waiting and waiting. And she was like, oh my gosh, I just came in and totally forgot. I'm like, <laughs> of course you did. And then one other time, you, like you were going to go in the mall and just get me a bang or something. Oh, yeah. And then you never came back yeah. either. And I was like, she just, as soon as I tell her something, she it just goes like, Vroom. As soon as she walks away, it falls out of her head. This is grandma. She reminds me to take the like, tell us to take the trash out and then or something, something, and I totally forget too. Dad, well, only dad, really, because his voice is so loud, like it's hard to forget. Like he repeats things over and over again, so it's hard to forget. Yeah, I break stuff. Yeah, I know you make him repeat things, and so <laughs> when he does it to me, I'm like, stop telling me. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not faith. Yeah. 
I like how no matter what I tell you, you have to do something else first. Yeah. I mean, it is. I, I don't even know why it's like that, but it is. And no, it's because you tell me stuff to do stuff right when in the middle of I'm doing something already. No. And then, yeah. Yes. Like, or he'll tell me to do something and, and then, then he'll come, come back and tell me to do uh, something else. And yeah. Like, well, are you doing what I told you to do? I'm like, no, I'm doing what you told me to do 20 minutes ago. And like, is this thing because he said, military, you follow blast command. I'm like, That's why nothing ever gets done because I'm always following the last command. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the first 20 commands are half done. <laughs> That's so funny. We have to like move at the speed of his brain, and it's like, oh, That's funny though. That's not true. That is true. He's like, and everybody be older when they're sick. When he's sick, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so funny. When we're sick, oh, you gotta push through. You gotta understand that you gotta push through when you get like a baby that's funny why don't you push through i, I do move. push through i can't leave i can't survive i do push through you I just have, have a cold i just can act like a baby because i understand <laughs> that's that's how it works we could be like we literally all had covid and he didn't he's like be a soldier push through he never even got COVID. He can get a tiny cold. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Help me, mama. That's because of Elizabeth, the fact, I'm coming home. I'm telling you. Oh, this hamper is inside. But it's true. <laughs> because I can, you know, I want you to understand the principle. You get a. Um, Well, that's he's like been there, done that. It's your turn now. Mm-hmm. It's the 31st, bro. So, next, I mean, it's going to be February next month. What? <laughs> no, really? Well, I'm going to have my birthday, so my birthday month's coming up. Oh, mom wants this on the 27th. Your birthday still a month away, dude. I want to be 40 years old. 43. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really 40 huh? years old. Oh, it's, it's in there somewhere. Hi, y'all. See? They got it too. They forgot to give the waters. Uh, <laughs> Go back. Hmm. Y'all brought up stuff that he didn't say to bring up. And then I'm telling y'all, it's in there. It's the best. What he was charging. With he was charging. We left another charger, didn't we? At the house. No, seriously, get off get the water. I've asked I remember putting in your pocket. You put it in my pocket, then it fell out somewhere. Ah. I should have just put it in the bag. You, know, you, you put it in my pocket, yeah. but I didn't know it. Held it, because, you know, Dad, he'll just, like, What are you talking about? It's a your podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you can get another one, but still, you want to find this one because it's stupid. We always find it somewhere. Somewhere. Right, go get the waters. We'll get one. Airpods more for. Do you guys want um any waters? I want. Just bring a little piece. Oh, thank you. I want two. 
looked real well in between the seat and the middle of the console to see if it fell out of my pocket. And look uh, under his. I have to make hot tea. Our whole family, too, and the kids are so funny. You will tell them to do something, they will go and do everything else you didn't tell them to do and come back without doing the thing you told them to do. The three kids went to Walmart one night, and I was like, there's three of them. I won't have to remind them. I mean, we gave them like four things to get, and they came back without the washing powder. It was like, one or two they got like two out of four items <laughs> oh man they're so funny well it's funny until it's not and it's annoying but then when it's like when you think about it later it becomes funny when you think about it later but in the moment it can be quite annoying Sophia Lopez. Yes. Uh, well, I, yeah, like I told you, well, it's pretty much not just Phoebe. I pretty much know, like, whenever I tell them to go get something, they're it, they're going to get either half of it or none of it or forget it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm already used to that. I'm going to do it myself. All right. So, um, so we got about five it. minutes. Here we got five minutes coming up. Might as well go in and start talking about it. Yeah. It was in your bag. Huh? It was in your bag. It was in my bag? Yeah. She said she remembered putting it in my pocket. She said you might, she said you might have put it yeah, out I of did. your pocket into your bag. She almost slipped twice. Oh, no. Because she was running. Why was she running? Because she was trying to be like me and run. But so you were running and set your sister up for failure. But I'm going to move the criminal so she can't run like me. No. No, I almost did fall. Yeah. I slipped. You, you, she said it was in my bag. You fell so hard the other day. It was so funny. Awesome. Yeah, I wasn't either. I imagined it. We're going in now. Okay. Yeah. Current FM. I hope everybody's doing good out there uh, in radio world. In the world of radio, radio, radio land. I like to say radio land. I think that's a cool little uh, play on words. All right. So, uh, as promised, we're going to play you guys the interview that we did with uh, Skillet. And I hope you guys enjoy it. It was a, uh, no, this one is just Eric. Uh, Eddie. 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 <laughs> Why do you keep wanting to call the man Eric? I want to keep calling him Eric. I know, I know. It's so bad. 
But we're going to play that interview for you. Uh, Eric is like his best friend's name. Though, like he's so used to saying it. And, and it's so funny because, you know, uh, but we, we actually had a really good time uh, playing the, uh, with this interview. Let me make sure. Yeah, this is it right here. So this is the interview that we had with Eddie Carswell of uh, New Song. So sit back and enjoy. This is going to be, we had a, we had a really good conversation. So uh, make sure you guys check it out. It's not playing. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. That was really funny, though. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, while you're figuring that out, today's bubble wrap day. Today's bubble wrap day? What does that mean? Like bubble wrap appreciation day. We have to appreciate bubble wrap because, you know, like we have it to wrap our mail. But in my case, I needed it to wrap my children because <laughs> they always got hurt. All right, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Always we've got with us uh we got us crystal trina hollowell who is always a blessing uh and then of course you got me who is awesome in every way <laughs> but, but then we then we got eddie carswell with us from new song how you doing man i'm doing great I'm doing great out here riding his winter jam doing his winter jam dates and and seeing god move and great things happening and enjoying it a lot have a good time yeah, well, I got I gotta say, first of all, man, uh, thank you for being so amazing and and putting together such a wonderful event. You guys have been an inspiration uh, for a couple of years now. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. <laughs> yeah, but you you made your life to, to you dedicated your life to music. You dedicated your life, of course, to the Lord. Most importantly, uh, and and I definitely want to. To, to ask you uh, the, the question, the biggest question I want to ask you is, how did you how did you find out that music was your first love? Well, not your first love, because we know that's God. But I mean, like, how did you know? Oh, yeah. How did yeah. you find out? My wife's in there somewhere too, so we better. Oh yeah, out. right. Too much about it. We're not give us I don't know. I just think it's just uh, one of those things I kind of grew up with, you know. And then uh, mainly the songwriting is where I was most interested in which i'm still interested in mm -hmm. but uh so just as uh once i once i did come to know the lord uh and started attending church and just god was just putting it all together you know i was real uh i suddenly did sing in church which is like a horrifying thought this back then about that mm -hmm. having sing in church and, and then billy goodwin came to be there came there to be our uh worship pastor and um mm -hmm. Different ones there. I mean, back in the day, the original four guys, just different things brought us all together in one place. And uh, Eddie Milton was a nightclub singer, who was one of our original guys. I, I knew him because he was real famous in nightclubs all across the country. And then he uh, came to Christ and started going to church where I was going to church. And so, first thing you know, they had us sing at an event one Sunday morning. They were having an Easter at the city auditorium, which have a beer space. Asked us, would we sing a few songs? And here we are. Wow. wow. You were just obeying. Yeah. I wasn't being such a good boy, I was just doing what I thought you know, to do the next day. So. Yeah. Exactly. Where did where did the, the, the name New Song come from? Um, you know, just from Psalm forty, you know, it, yeah, and which became a song for us too. But we put a new song on about the hell of praise to our God. Many will see him fear and put their trust in him. That's still kind of our that's our uh, mantra today. That's, that's what we're doing. We're going out singing, having fun. 
uh, even Winter Jam right now, doing it with all these bands, having a good time. But we're also telling people how they can have a relationship with you know, with with, uh, with Jesus and uh, what it takes. And it's right. very simple, but some people are kind of confused with a lot of things, religion and, and whatever they've grown up knowing about. So it's just fun, and that's that's kind of been what we've always been about. So I'm bored. That's awesome. I know my daughter, um, I, Winter Jam always means so much to me. My daughter, she's 20 now, but I, growing up, you know, right here in Norfolk, Virginia, you know, my kids always grew up. My son's 22 going to Winter Jam, and my daughter was actually saved at Winter Jam Amen. several years ago. Yeah, so it's it's Amen. always been. That's awesome. Yes, it is. So it's always meant something to us. Of course, all the teens around here, any young people, old people, every mom. My mother, my parents love Winter Jam. You know, it's for everybody. So, um, everybody loves Winter Jam, but it's always meant so much say, to everyone. I, I was going to say, uh, you you guys choose the, the, such a diverse, uh, you know, the diverse you know, concert so and then, you know, the 10 bucks thing. And it's like, wait a minute, this is this is a big deal. <laughs> you bring so many, so many different types of people together. Right. But through the years, you've seen music change. Uh, and you guys have always been on the that cutting edge with the generations as the music changed. Uh, what what would you say, uh, you know, to the parents who maybe like don't have that genre, like they they, they don't agree with their kids' choice. So say they don't like Christian rap or something like that. How do you how do you help parents kind of evolve with the times? I think be grateful if your kids like Christian rap and don't like something else. I mean, right. Uh, you know, be, be grateful that there is mm. something out there that they can really enjoy. This quality It's not like, I don't like this. Uh, there's no good music in Christian. No, that's not true. I mean, there's great rappers. There's great mm-hmm. rock like Skillet. I mean, you know, all these different things going on for what, what the music they like. It's out there. And I, I would be, I would be buying them t-shirts and giving them music and <laughs> celebrating the fact that they, Consider listening to Christian music. So many other things pulling against that. Right. Uh, a lot of their friends, I'm sure, a lot of their friends, school friends that maybe are following church and stuff. So I would think, uh, hey, thank the Lord. Right. There's some there's some great alternatives. And you know, you you think, well, you you know, it's going to be some kind of corny thing. No, these guys are all very legit. Great mm-hmm. music, great rap, great, great mm-hmm. rock and roll, all the different things. So it's a, it's a blessing. Yeah. Anything that worships Jesus. Yeah, you know, now now I do want to. Uh, I'm always trying to help artists out there, uh, and, and and understanding that there is the very spiritual side, and then uh, uh, there's this very spiritual side, but then there is the work ethic side that you have to be. What would you say to a young? What would be like the main thing you would want a young artist who is not known? They're just, you know. To just getting their vision for the first time. What would you say to them, uh, someone who says, I'm going to commit to uh, music and things like that? Well, I would get busy trying to do it. You know, you, I don't think you stay uh, keep sitting in your basement or your room and say, I really want to do, do it. I think you've got to put some effort into it, see if there's any opportunities, things you really wouldn't necessarily want to do, but somebody wants you to do it. They don't just sing it the, when they, you know, when they dedicate the, the bank in town or they're looking for somebody, I'm, I'm going to do it. Whatever the thing may be to kind of get you moving on down the road in some situations, you, you don't you don't start on winter jam or you don't start doing big things. You know? <laughs> I stood up and sweated blood and I sang in front of our right. church. Our church probably was I don't know back then I thought it was big, but I think it was two or three hundred people. Yeah, maybe a little bit more, but it was probably a Sunday night. There's probably half that many there actually. So I mean, just you know, 
uh, I think any opportunity you can get to go in that direction, I would be, I would be taking it and doing it and just, you know, and, uh, and I think, you know, God will send people along and help you along the way. Yeah. Another artist or another, maybe they'll ask you, like some of these guys, some of, you know, these pre-jab artists we've got out here with us. And they're just thrilled to get to be out in front of people singing. They've been yeah. doing it at their church. They've been doing it here and there. It's the next step for them. Hopefully, you know, that they've had, we've had pre-jam artists. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure for King and Country was an opening pre-jam artist the first yeah. time we had them out. Yeah. And I introduced them as, uh, uh, you know, told them who they were and everything. And, and I'm thinking, bless these boys hard. I hope this works out for them. Well, it did. Oh, yes. I mean, you, have to, you have to go, you know, take the opportunities you have and do them, not be too big or too little. To do well, them. I love that you guys are, you just use your platform yes. to open doors for others and, you, and you, so many different people. Yeah, you use your After platform. I introduced, them, I introduced them as Rebecca's, because everybody knew Rebecca back then. Yeah. I introduced them, they said Rebecca's brothers, and they came to hand. <laughs> That's funny. Don't say anything about Rebecca. I said, okay, you don't want me to. I'll, I'll not say it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, you guys, you. The Winter Jam has been able to help so many children around the world, um, which has been great. You guys have helped many artists um, with their platform, like you said, like um, them. You guys have helped people like my daughter um, come to the Lord. Winter Jam has been able to do so many things for so many people um, all around the world. So I just want to personally say thank you for everything you you guys have done. Um, and you personally, I know you work, you and your wife and your family and everybody works so hard with everything that you guys do. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, well listen, man, I know you are busy and thank you for taking time for this call. And I know you guys. really excited to see yeah, you. Yeah, we can't wait to see you. Um, uh, March. You know, we, get, we, we really do appreciate you, man. And uh, we've got some gifts and things like that for you when you guys get here. Make sure you get them. Uh, but we, we, when I say we look forward to seeing you guys every year, we really do. You guys are amazing, and and, and uh, you're consistent, and we just really do thank you very much. So yeah. I know you guys got you got other calls to make, you got things to do, but uh, thank you so much for being who you guys are. Well, thank you. Thanks for letting me uh, get on get on the air and talk to you guys today, and look forward to coming there. I'll be praying for us in the meantime till we get there yeah. and after, obviously as well. But you it's going be. great, and we're we're uh, you know it's, it's going well, great for the season we're living in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yes. keep praying for us. We uh, will be praying for you. All right, man. God Have bless a blessed you. day. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that was the interview with uh, the amazing Eddie Carswell from new song and i it was he's just such a calm guy right you know and just and, really cool and a little backup for those that don't know because some people are new in christian music he's been with new song um he was one of the founding members um since 1981 i believe it's been a long yeah. time and they started winter jam i believe in 95. yeah and he, of course, um, new song started that also. So and DC talk was big and all that stuff. Yeah, right. So Eddie Carswell has been around for a long time. Has done a lot of great things in the kingdom. So um, he's definitely a really good, great man. And um, like I was saying, when they do things with the children, they do things um, with um, you know um, 
I think they do, they're doing Holt Internationals, but they've been doing Holt International. Holt, where they, you know, uh, where you can, uh, like we, we do with the children. I, th I thought that was something that, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Adopt, you can adopt a child, support children. Um, I believe Holt is what they've been doing the last several years. Yeah. Well, now, uh, let's see, it's, it's, what time is it? I guess we'll hopefully the other. At the nine o'clock hour, we'll play the other. Or do you want to just play the interview now? Do you want to do it now? Do you want to play the skillet interview? Yeah, that's what you do. Do you want to hear John Cooper? It was so awesome. John Cooper is so such awesome. a. The interview was amazing. He is so knowledgeable. Genuinely, yeah, yeah. And he is, yeah, he's genuine. He's such a nice guy. He really but he, he also identified himself. Like as a reader, that's what I loved about it. Uh, is that he said he's, he's so a, humble. Like he was like, yeah. Well, you'll hear it in the interview what he says right. about it. Like, so check this out. This is the interview we did with John Cooper, right, right here. Uh, we are here with Crystal Trino Hollowell. Hello. And of course, uh, we've got a special guest for you guys. We got John Cooper Hello. from Skillet with us. Thank you for being here, brother. It's great to chat with you, man. Now, listen, I don't want you making up any stories about me. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, <laughs> and you lying about me on the interview like you were before. I need to share that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like every day. Of course, we play your music all day, all the time. And then, but it's also you're in the news all day, all the time. <laughs> oh wow! You got Cooper yeah. stuff going, uh, podcast, everything. And so, uh, I, I, for one, I want to know how do you find time to do so much stuff? Oh man, I, I will not lie to you. Uh, it, it has gotten a little out of control. There have been times I told my wife, I'm like. I do not know how I can keep this up. <laughs> it's got a little, it's got a little much, especially because we just dropped the record. So we right. dropped the record. Yeah, we awesome. so much press for it, you know. But I believe you know, this is your sixth time, six time being in the top forty, correct? Yeah, that's right. Six album. It, it's so absolutely exciting. The fans are, are, you know, I joke with people. I say that. that the world is trying to cancel skillet, but God and the fans are disallowing it. Right, right. No, <laughs> and I love that. You can't be canceled. Plans, right? yeah. <laughs> well, I noticed that you were one of the first um, to really take on, like in the heat of uh, the George Floyd and all of the chaos that was happening in our country, you were one of the first to really take it on. Uh, and I noticed something. I mean, you make really aggressive music and it's beautiful and uh, and you guys done some amazing tours, even in the secular arena. But I saw a different side of you where you really saw an attack in, 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 on the church. And I could tell that you were not going to pacify that it was a clear attack. What made you so passionate about exposing and discussing the whole cancer culture? Because you really were one of the catalysts in, 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 in vocalizing what was really going on. Well, that, that's... Uh, nice of you to say. I mean, 
I think what happened for me was simply this. In, in the 2012, 2013 is when I really sort of noticed things. There's some really confusing things happening in the world in a new way. The world's always confusing, <laughs> but uh, you know, new confusing things. And as I began to see Christian pastors and leaders say some really weird things that, that I just didn't understand, I just took it to the Lord and I said, Lord, you know, Lord, I need to understand what people are saying because I'm, I'm smelling something that just don't smell right, but right. I don't know why. And I began studying not, not just the Bible, but studying a lot of other books, philosophy, and all sorts of things to try to get it. And by the time I finally understood it, because I'm not, I'm honestly not an academic person. Sometimes people say they, they might think I sound like one. I'm, I'm not naturally academic, but I've read profusely. And when, by the time 2017, 18 happened, and we started seeing all of these Christian people falling away from the church, Christian leaders, mm -hmm. Christian worship leaders, CCM artists, pastors, um, I started saying, that's it. That's it. We have got to say something. And, and frankly, there weren't a lot of people in, in this arena doing it. When I say this arena, being my industry, whether that's Christian music, entertainment, influencers. And I just said, I, I guess that's going to be me. It was a little bit like, who's going to step up and say something? I don't think it should be me. It needs to be somebody smarter or somebody more informed or somebody yeah. more, you know, fill in the blank. <laughs> and that's kind of the way it goes sometimes, isn't it? You know, you always think that. I got to say, you really are the guy because... Uh, you get you. I have. I weaponized music. I've been using skillet to lead people to the loss uh, since alienation. You know what I mean? Uh, and Woo! yeah, man. And, and and you gotta understand. Like even my kids have been raised on it. Uh, and mm -hmm. and it's, it's your lyrics. Even when you write, uh, you know, people say it's anthem music. I, I was in the military, so I've always called it war music. Uh, when I start seeing things, that's what I put on to really get focused and remind myself who I am and who God called me to be and uh, your music. Wonderful. So I can totally see why God would choose you uh, because you are a genuine Levite. You, wow. You, that's, that's awesome. Thank you so much. That's very encouraging. Yeah. And, and also your beard's cool. All the military guys like beards. You know, that's kind of the way it goes. There's something about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, now I do got to ask you this, uh, you know, with, with with everything that's going on, you know, when you guys drop, you know, you know th this album, I don't, I noticed you guys are not afraid to, you know, talk, say words like domination or dominion, and, you know, like, why, why do you choose uh, those type of words? Well, I mean, I, I usually they just go with the music really well, you know, somebody recently said, some people don't like that word. It's so aggressive. Why did you use it? And I said, because it's aggressive. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like rock and roll, but yes. But, but frankly, you know, um, for Christians, you know, I use it because the Bible uses it. It's from right. the book of Daniel. Um, and the Bible says, talking about uh, Jesus Christ, um, of course, this is prophecy about Jesus. And then it, it says his kingdom is, in, sorry, his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed and so i use that because i think that the world and even us, us christians we need to be reminded during a time of pandemics and economic insecurity and inflation and all the stuff happening with the school system with kids i mean every day is a, is a, a whole new like travesty we need to be reminded 
who owns the world? And Jesus right. Christ owns the world. Yeah. Jesus is king as we speak. He's ruling over the earth right now. He is in control. He's not lost control of the world or something. Mm-hmm. The devil doesn't own the world. And we can rest in that. And what that means is that even if we go through these hardships, we are walking in the paths of victory. Mm-hmm. Even if it goes really terrible. Even if I get COVID. Even if my wife gets COVID. Even if my grandpa dies from COVID. We are walking in the path of victory, and God is going to use all of this for the good of those who love Christ according to his purpose, the Bible says in Romans. And that is really exciting. So all of that is wrapped up into why I call this record the video. That is awesome. Yes, that's something we need to remind ourselves every day. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like we talk as if we're the victims versus the victorious ones. And when I, I when I listen to your music, that's why I said what I said about it. It always reminds me that the battle's already won, uh, and we have to be strong. Uh, you definitely uh, make music where you're. You, it, I tell people all the time when you listen to Skillet, you know, prepare to like overcome. Like you, you make music like it's like taking your vitamins. I take my Skillet. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I know. Well, this is what your fourth year back with Winter Jam. Your four, yeah, four or five. I four can't five. remember. I need to add them up. Right. Uh, <laughs> what keeps bringing you back to Winter Jam? What do you love about it so much? Yeah, there's a lot that I like about Winter Jam. I, I love that it's eclectic. I mean, you're going to come to Winter Jam. It's 10 bucks. For right. 10 bucks, you, guys, you get to see rock, hip-hop, rap, mm-hmm. gospel, pop, worship. You, you, you basically see everything, and it's a celebration of the diversity of the kingdom of God, all within one concert. And it's not just different people from different places in the world that look different and play different kinds of music. It, it's, it's just such a party. And, and I always tell me, this is like a party, you guys, a celebration. I also like Winter Jam because it's a great place for youth groups to bring friends that yep. don't want to go to church, frankly. You know, they're like, I'm not into that Jesus. I don't want to go to church. I don't feel comfortable. Then come to Winter Jam, and you're going to hear a great message of hope in the message that Jesus died for you, and and there is new life in Christ for those who repent and be born again. There's a lot of people that don't want to go to church, and and so we need to bring that message to them, and, and somehow, and this is a great way to do it. Well, I wanted to say I was telling um, we did an interview with um, Eddie Carswell, and I was telling him about my daughter. She's um, 20 now but um she was saved at a winter jam concert and it was actually in 2015 when you were there before so my daughter was actually saved at a winter jam concert where you were at before so i think that was awesome so thank you for that (laughs) wow that's unreal that's what it's all about it is (laughs) i I have to take this opportunity especially for all the artists that are out there here locally and uh, that'll be listening to this show. Uh, I, 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 I've been asking everybody that we've been interviewing, uh, what are some tips that you can give uh, the new generation of artists? Because one thing I noticed about you guys, you don't just rock hard, but your music has always been high quality. Your productions have always been great. Uh, and your music videos have always been absolutely insane. Uh, what could you, what's some tip you could give, say, someone that wants to get into the music industry, especially on the Christian side? Man, I got a lot, I probably have too many tips, but I would, I would encourage, if, if, let's say the people are listening, 
they're Christians, let's say they already are Christians, I would say this, use your music to glorify God. And I don't know what that means for each person, you know, that God calls people like Casting Crowns, for instance, to do what they do. You know, Casting Crowns seems predominantly to Christian people. It's very worshipful lyrics, and, and, and they really help solidify people's faith. You know, they got so many great songs. That's a little bit of a different calling than what God has called Skillet to do, right? Um, and, and we all have these various callings. But as long as you are doing your music to glorify God, uh, I think that's wonderful. And I just would encourage people to have something to say, you know, because, man, I can't tell you how many times, even on the Christian side and the mainstream side, people with different agendas have said, John, I don't want you to sing that lyric. I, I think you should do it this way. And I've had some people on the secular side that want me to not be so Christian and try to, to change me. And frankly, I've had people on the Christian side that have said, the way you're saying that is to fill in the blank, and it needs to be more fill in the blank. <laughs> and I've always felt like the way they wanted me to do it, I always felt would be a sellout for me. You well, know? And, well, I've, yeah, and I thought I've that's always, not really real. I got to tell you, you know, I've always loved that you guys mm-hmm. just make cutting just edge keep, music. Yeah, and, yeah, keep it real. Because, what, you're, what you're doing is working, so yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, always works. And the reason why I know it's working because the amount of people that I know did not know who Christ was, walked away from God. I know people who saw you guys at OzFest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you guys, have, you guys are being played on secular radio stations mm-hmm. all across America. You know what I mean? That's 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 what it's all about. That's going into the highways and byways of of the digital world of the radio world. So, thank you for being obedient and being yourself. You know uh, that that's that we can't we can't thank you enough for that because you you guys have changed a lot of people's lives. Well, that's really kind and humbling. I appreciate that so much. Well, tell us oh, real quick before we let you go, because I know you, you got other things to do and you can't be on the phone with me all day. Uh, the, the book, your book, tell me about your book. And, and, and are you going to be writing more or is that is that too, too far in the future to tell? Sure, sure. Well, um, thank you. I, I'd love to tell you about the book. In terms of writing in the future, I hope so. Uh, I have started working on something new. I don't know if it will come to pass or not, but the book that I wrote is called Awake and Alive to Truth. And I really want to encourage the people out there, especially, let's just say, especially if you're a parent, okay? Um, The only place you can get the book is Amazon or on my website. My website is johnlcooper.com. Or you go to Amazon and just, you know, search for John L. Cooper. Probably the book will come up. I wrote the book because of you know, one of the questions you asked me earlier, which we were talking about some of the, the, so many people falling away from the faith and even apostasy and the confusion of the philosophies of the day. I decided to write this book about those philosophies, why the nature of truth has changed. Mm-hmm. Well, let me rewind. The nature of truth has not changed. Why, right. why, the, why the world thinks it has changed. Exactly. And mm-hmm. those philosophies that go into that, some of those philosophies, are, are deep, and I don't I don't go into them deeply. I just name them. I explain it briefly. That would be things like neo-Marxism, postmodernism, right. relativism. I just I just give a brief explanation of what it means and why it's not real. And then the rest of the book is basically very simplified versions of historical biblical orthodoxy. It talks about why we even need Jesus. 
Why did Jesus even come? He came because we are not born good. And, and FYI, all of our kids going to school right now, I have two children, all of our kids are being told that they are born good. The entire culture is telling them that they're born good. You're perfect the way you are. Be your most authentic self. If that's how you feel, then you have to be true to it. The Bible speaks the opposite message. You are not okay. You are not born good. You are born into wickedness. That's why Jesus came. But great news, he will set you free if you put your faith in Christ. That's what the book is about. And so I think it's great for teenagers because teenagers don't go to Bible college and they don't read John Calvin's <laughs> systematic theology. And this book will explain that systematic theology in a way that I would think anybody could understand at age 12 and up. Wow. Well, I gotta say, not only, uh, we have a store in, in the mall of a Christian, like a Christian gift shop in uh, the mall. And I always tell myself, I'm like, we're gonna get a bunch of those books and we gotta put them in the store. So we're gonna, be, we're gonna be definitely hooking you up, man, because you've been, you've been such a blessing. We gotta get it in our store. Uh, let, me, let me tell you something. I, I really want you to know this too. Uh, you're all your podcasts, your Cooper stuff and everything like that. Absolutely amazing. Down from the from the intro and everything. Um, what got, what got you into Cooper stuff? This will be the last question. I don't want to hold you up. But what got you into you know, Cooper stuff? It was mainly because what I, what I see happening in the secular world is that the secular world has their. If you think about it like this, that uh, all right. I'm going to answer this as quickly as possible. The secular world is trying to create a revolution against Christianity. There's no question about that. I think most everybody recognizes that now. Right. They, they disguise it and they say it's not against Christianity. They say it's against the Western patriarchy, this, that, and the other. It is against Christianity because Christianity mm -hmm. is at the foundation Completely. of all the things that yeah. they're against. And so what the, what the world does really well is they have institutional power from the politicians to big media to big tech to university professors now to K through 12 kindergarten teachers trying to, to indoctrinate all of our kids into radical gender theory and all this other stuff. And they have Hollywood, they have all of the celebrities, they have all the podcasters. In Christianity, we basically have Bible theologians and almost no one else. <laughs> right. Because a lot of people go, well, that's not really my place. It's going to sound like I'm being too political. I don't want to be mean. If I call out these people, it's going to sound X, Y, Z. And I just recognize we need that. We need somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's why I felt called to, to just go for it. And frankly, right. truth is truth. I've been doing Skillet for mm -hmm. so long that if I lose some fans at this point, it's okay. It's what God's called me to yeah. do. So I really hope to encourage Christians in their faith help solidify Christians and orthodoxy and and be a, a counterculture voice that maybe there aren't a lot of. Yeah, well, you, you have You're a true that. leader. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, there have been times where I really thought about, you know, just kind of going in my cave like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know if you've ever seen Star Wars. Just going <laughs> in my cave like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, but uh, I always find myself coming out. I'm like, nope, we got to keep it moving because <laughs> this generation has already been kind of betrayed by uh, weak leadership, and it's time for true, authentic leadership to rise up. We're on the phone with John Cooper from Skillet. Thank you so much for taking this interview. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day uh, to, to do the million things that you do. Uh, you took the time to be with us. 
Thank you so much, man. Uh, we really appreciate you. We will see you at Winter Jam on March 18th. I love it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. God Thank bless you. Man. Have a blessed day. You as well. You're plugged in to Positive Hit Radio Current FM. 88.5 FM, 97.9 FM, W250 AE, 103.7 FM, W279 AD, and 103.9 FM, W280CX. WJLC, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Norfolk Chesapeake, Chesapeake, Portsmouth, Portsmouth Suffolk, Suffolk, and all of Hampton Roads. Positive Hit Radio Current FM. <laughs> Jonah's Run, those guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, Jonah's Run, I love what they do. Uh, high quality music, 
guys, if we're going to make a difference in the world today, we have got to be serious about making a difference in uh, people's lives. We've got to be serious about, you know, uh, showing people that we are willing to invest in the creativity of our culture as believers. Um, the secular world, I've been on this kick for a while now, and I've been saying things, and it's going to be offensive. I've been saying things that all the enemy has to do now is make things expensive, and we won't go after our children. All he has to do is, if, if, if the influence that the enemy is, is putting out is taking our children away, all he has to do is make it expensive, and we'll let our children go. Because at some point, somehow, we've wrapped in our brain that, oh, you know, it shouldn't cost this much for that. It shouldn't cost this much. It shouldn't cost, and you're right, it shouldn't. But the value of our children are caught up in it. What's an example of what you're talking about? All right. So say a music video. record Now, government contracting, we kind of get this. Because a business will charge a government, uh, the government, the business will charge the government way more money. Because they know they have the money. So a job that the, a, a, a lawn care service might charge me 300 bucks to cut the grass. But they'll charge a government contract $3,000 to cut their grass, right? Okay. But the government says we need the grass cut. We're going to pay it. We know that you're overcharging us because we're the government. You're overcharging us. But the value to have whatever building look nice is worth it to them. Well, record record companies work the same way. There's tons and tons of videographers out there that can make full-fledged movies. They wouldn't charge the average person who has a creative idea, you know, millions of dollars to make a movie, right? They, but they'll charge the television companies, they'll charge Paramount, Miramax, Miramax millions of dollars to make these movies. Why? Because they have the, the financial backing. Well, well, right. the, the, I, well, that's why you, well, in those situations, you got to have a name. And that's right. what it is. You've got to prove yourself and have your name. Like in the government, a lot of times you you, you give bids and oftentimes they'll pick the lowest company or whatever um, through the bids. But, you know, when it comes to movies and stuff like that, um, you prove yourself in the industry. Sometimes, like you said, they will pay more um, for a photographer or whoever it is because yeah. they want the name. Um, they want to make sure that it's awesome work. And that's what they do. They do put the money into it because of the name. The people have proven themselves to be quality professionals. And that's what happens. And um, sometimes, and I think that's where you were going, in the Christian industry, it's like it's all about who's the cheapest. Right. And what ends up happening is that there's a huge contrast that you can clearly see that right. that like, even for me, when I was uh, when I used to evangelize in the malls, I used to get upset with God and go, God, why do you allow these businesses to have influence over the people that are leading your people astray? And the Lord revealed to me because those businesses pay the price for the influence. Right. So I'm going, ah, oh, man. You know, so he's like, are you willing to pay the price? And I said, I am. 
And so we ended up in the mall and we're paying severe prices. We pay the price to be there so that we can influence and minister in the mall. We're there to be a light in, in, a, in, a, in a place where the gospel is normally not. And now the very same security guards that used to kick us out for preaching in the gospel are now our friends and they have to be there. They're, they're there, you know, uh, on our team. And it's because we now paid the price to be there. We now can minister and preach the gospel in the mall because we paid the price. And, and what I'm seeing the church do is try to, they think that there's a difference between being shrewd and being cheap. And no one's clarified those. Those, those, so that those lines get blurred. Those lines get blurred being, 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 you know, and so uh, I really am hoping that everybody understands that what I'm saying is that we're going to have to be competitive to the world. We're, you know, we, we can't outdo the world in sin. So there's going to be a place in sinfulness that's relative to the kids and the older generation and those that need to be entertained. There's going to be a relativity. There's going to be a place where they're going to show body parts and all this other stuff that we can't outdo them on that. But you know what we can do? We can bring conviction to the heart because most of these kids that give into the world of sin, most adults that give into a world of sin are really hurting in another place. And if we tell better stories and, and reach out in better ways and really connect with people in the reality of what they're going through, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, I can, we can. I think about Philip when he went to Samaria. Simon the sorcerer is there with all his illusions and tricks and things like that, and Philip just came preaching the gospel, and he was able to reach people. So if we just depend on really bringing the word of God, you'd be surprised what we're capable of. However, um, like I got to be honest with you. VeggieTales did a good job. They were competitive on the child dynamic. You know what I mean? Reaching children. They were very competitive. You know, we've got to invest in the culture of God, which is why I want to tell everyone to make sure you support Current FM. Make sure you support uh, faith-based authors and artists. Be involved. Make sure that you are trying to empower uh, creativity as much as possible, such as Winter Jam. You know, come out and be a part of that uh, and, and and support. All right, Kurt, of the family, we're going to play some more music for you guys. Uh, right now, this is going to be Be the Change, Britt Nicole. All right, StreamYard family, uh, Savior Connect family, we're out of here. We love you guys. Be good. <laughs>